0: Hello, and welcome to the first ever episode of Burns Banter, the podcast that takes a fresh look at the life and works of Robert Burns, hosted by myself, Alistair Turnbull. In this first ever episode, I want to look at Robert Burns' first ever poem, and I'm going to ask three questions about it. One, what was the poem? Two, who or what was it about? And three... And this is a big one. Why did he pick up the quill and start writing poetry? What inspired him to do that? So let's take a look at that just now. The answer to the first question is quite simple. Robert Burns' first poem was called Handsome Nell. And he wrote it when he was 15 years of age in the year 1774. But the answer to the next two questions is kind of intertwined and you need to know a bit of background before we get into it. So here is a little bit of background about Robert Burns at the time he wrote the poem. As I said before, Robert was 15 years of age and the year was 1774. At this point Robert was the main worker on his father's rented farm. He was the eldest son of William and Agnes Burness. And they had a farm just outside of Ayr. It was a rented farm and not a particularly good one. It was in a state of disrepair and the family was generally very, very poor, very hard up. They worked hard, but they didn't get a lot for their hard work. Now, at the time, William couldn't spare Robert and his brother Gilbert and the rest of them to go to school very often because he needed them on the farm. So their education was quite sparse. But William believed in education, so at night after they finished working in the fields, he taught his children how to read and write. He mainly did this by reading from the Bible, the Psalms. It got to a point where William couldn't teach him very much anymore, and him and four other farmers got together and hired a tutor, a guy called John Murdoch. Uh, and John Murdoch was brought in to teach the Burns children and the other four farmers' children how to read, write and do arithmetic. Now, this helped Robert greatly because John Murdoch had access to a lot of books and Burns was said to be a voracious reader. He loved reading books because if you want to write, you need to read a lot. That was a great benefit because in Scotland at the time, uh, about 50% of men were illiterate. They could not read or write. And when you look at the women, uh, that, that rose to 60%. 60% of women at the time could not read or write. So Robert had the advantage of his father believing in education and him learning to read, write and do arithmetic. Let's get back to the farm. 1774, Robert's working on the farm. It's summertime. Now, to bring in the harvest, they had to bring in more people to help bring in the harvest because back in those days, there was no farm machinery. There was no tractors and trailers and combine harvesters. Everything was done by hand. And the, the way they did it back then was they paired a young man with a young woman. The young man, in this case Robert, was there to cut down the corn using a scythe, like a semicircular bladed instrument, and the woman would come up behind and tie it into bundles. Uh, they're actually called, the bundle was called, it's a bundle of 13 pieces of corn, it's called a thrave, and each piece of corn is called a daemon ichor. Now please remember that because in the proem to a moose there's a line that goes, a daemon ichor in a thrave's a small request. So now you know what a dame is, and now you know what a thrave is. That's going to help you with two of moose later on. In 1774, Robert was paired with a girl called Nellie Kilpatrick. She was the daughter of the local mill owners, and they worked in the fields aye, every day together closely. And Robert found that he was quite attracted to her, in an innocent kind of way. He's a 15-year-old boy, doesn't know his way to talk to women or anything like that. So he's wondering what he could do to attract her attention because he, she definitely had his attention. And he had heard Nellie singing a song and he wondered where the song had come from. And it turns out uh, it wasn't like a, a well-known song or a, a big song that everybody knew. It was a song that was written by a local Laird's son The local Laird's son had fallen in love with one of the maids in his father's house and to get her attention, he'd written a song about her. Nellie had heard the song and was singing it just now. So Burns thought, if the local Laird's son can do this, I can do this. I could write a poem and put it to music. I could give it to Nellie. Then she she would see me. She would think I'm something special for doing that. And that's why he picked up the pen, the quill. He picked up it to to write a poem to introduce himself to nelly That was his inspiration. But don't take my word for it. Listen to Robert himself. Because I've got a letter in front of me that he wrote uh, many years after the event, and I'm going to read it to you. And it goes like this. Among her other love-inspiring qualifications, she sung sweetly, and it was her favourite reel to which I attempted giving an embodied vehicle in rhyme, i.e. a poem. I was so presumptive to imagine that I could make verses like the present the printed ones composed by men who had Greek and Latin, but my girl sang a song which was said to be composed by a small country laird's son on one of his father's maids with whom he was in love, and I saw no reason why I might not rhyme as well as him. Thus, with me began love and poesy. in other words, I picked up the pen to impress a girl. So let's get back to the poem and we're going to read it just now Handsome Nell So let's read the poem Handsome Nell written by Robert Burns in seventeen seventy four Once I loved a bonny lass, I and her love her still, and whilst that virtue warms my breast, I love my handsome Nell. As bonny lasses I have seen, and money full as bra, but for a modest grateful mien, the like I never saw. A bonny lass, I will confess, is pleasant to the e, but without some better qualities, she's no alas for me. But Nelly's looks are blithe and sweet, and what is best of all, her reputation is complete and fair without a flaw. She dresses icy, clean and neat, both decent and genteel, and there's something in her gait, guards any dress look weal. A gaudy dress and gentle air may slightly touch the heart, but it's innocence and modesty that polishes the dart. Tis this and nearly pleases me, tis this enchants my soul, for absolutely in my breast she reigns without control. A beautiful, innocent poem written by a teenage boy about a girl he fancies. Some of the language is old and some of it's uh, difficult to understand. So uh, I've written a translation in English, which you can pick up in my book, Robert Burns Women, which is available on Amazon. uh, Along with my other two books, Robert Burns Nature and Robert Burns Food and Drink. So let me read the modern translation to you, which will hopefully explain or make clear the old Scots words. So, Handsome Nell, translation. Once I loved a beautiful girl, and yes, I love her still. And whilst that virtue warms my heart, I love my handsome Nell. Some beautiful girls I have seen, and many just as beautiful, but for a modest, graceful look, the like I never saw. A beautiful girl, I will confess, is pleasant to the eye, but without some better qualities, she's no a girl for me. But Nellie's looks are gentle and sweet, and what is best of all, her reputation is complete and fair without a flaw. She dresses always so clean and neat, both decent and refined, but there's something in the way she walks makes any dress look kind. A showy dress and easy air may slightly touch the heart, but it's innocence and modesty that polishes the dart. It's this and Nelly that pleases me, it's this that enchants my soul, for absolutely in my heart she reigns without control. There is the modern version of it, not as nice as the original, but it's easier to understand. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode I I hope it's explained a bit more about the poetry and a bit more about Robert's uh, position at the time, what he was up to Uh, a little bit more information actually uh, about uh, this just to finish things off uh, Nellie Kilpatrick herself uh, later on in life she fell in love with a guy called William Bone who was a coachman for the, the Laird of Newark and they got married and pretty much lived happily ever after And later on, in another letter, uh, Robert talks about this poem as well. And I'm going to read that to you just quickly to finish things off because it's a, a beautiful way to finish off, I think. So he said in a letter that he wrote years later, I never had the least thought or inclination of turning poet till I got once heartily in love. And then rhyme and song were, in a manner, the spontaneous language of my heart. I remember I composed it in a wild enthusiasm of passion and to this hour I never recollect it but my heart melts and my blood sallies at the remembrance. You like that poem? I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I hope you'll enjoy uh, you will join me in the next episode uh, in which I'm going to talk about a poem called Rigs of Barley and then they that's when Robert's a bit older he has a different uh, outlook on women, a more mature outlook, shall we say, and in that poem it's different themes. So I hope to see you on episode two of Burns Banter when we talk about Rigs of Barley. But for now, slangevar <laughs>